Konnichiwa from College Hill. This is the Warshack Japan update for the 24th of August 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. On Saturday the 20th, the National Police Agency revised its general rules for VIP protection. This is the first security change in more than 30 years. The agency decided to carry out this revision because of the pitfalls in politician security and the potential increase in threats against public servants since former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was murdered in July. The National Police will announce the new rules next week on Friday the 26th. On Monday the 22nd, according to the Aichi Prefecture Police, a bus that crashed into a dividing strip overturned and caught fire. Several cars also crashed on the Goa Expressway in Toyoyama Town, leaving two dead. These bodies were so severely burned that their identities couldn't be confirmed right away, and seven people were injured. In more tragic news, on the night of Saturday the 20th, a 15-year-old girl attacked two women. The teenage girl stabbed a mother and her daughter with a kitchen knife in the streets of Shimbuaku. She was arrested for the murder attempt and later confessed to the police that she wished to be sentenced to the death penalty for her conduct, as she did not know the woman who she had stabbed. Luckily, the two victims survived, but they suffered sustained injuries that would take at least three months to heal. Even though Japan is considered a relatively safe country, similar crimes have been happening more frequently. In other news, the Defense Ministry is expected to ask for funding for more than 100 defensive items in the 2023 budget request, due in part due to the security risks that have arisen due to China's threats against Taiwan. According to the ministry, they will also ask for more than 5.5 trillion yen, or around 40 billion U.S. dollars, in defense expenditures. Based on the country's new long-term military policy, the final amount for defense spending in the upcoming fiscal year might be staggering. The defense ministry is also thinking about allocating cash to build cybersecurity-specific training centers and improve the country's capabilities to defend itself against security threats. On Friday the 19th, a group of more than 1,200 protesters gathered at Tokyo opposing the upcoming official burial of the former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. The proceeding is set to take place on Saturday the 27th at Nippon Budokan Auditorium in the capital's Chinyoda Ward, and the government intends to pay and cover all burial costs. According to Prime Minister Fumio Kishida, a state funeral was necessary because Abe was the nation's longest-serving head of state. However, protesters claimed that the state was breaching the principle of separation of church and state since the funerals have a religious nature. Moreover, Japan's broadcasting corporation, best known as NHK, conducted a survey, with the majority of respondents being against the government funding of the burial. On that note about protests, on Sunday the 21st, a crowd of about 100 protesters of immigrants from Hong Kong wearing black, which has become a color of the protests since 2019, descended on Tokyo's famous Shibuya Crossing. A police escort had to direct the mob towards Aoyama neighborhood. William Lee, a Hong Kong activist in Japan, led a protest. He urged people to defend democracy in his pace of birth. The demonstrators demanded support from the Japanese government, they want to be recognized as Japanese citizens and have the same rights as them, and they are seeking to build a new life in Japan. Now some updates on the coronavirus pandemic. This week, on Sunday the 21st, the country recorded over 250,000 new cases. 
Tokyo alone reported 25,000 cases, an increase of 2,000 compared to the previous Sunday, and 30 deaths. Speaking of COVID 19, on Sunday the 21st, the government announced that Prime Minister Fumio Kishida underwent a PCR test on the same day and tested positive. The Prime Minister has been suffering from these symptoms, such as fever and coughing, since Saturday the 20th, and is now recovering at his official residence. This is the first time a Japanese Prime Minister has been tested positive. Kishida isolated himself and has been conducting official duties online since Monday the 22nd. How is the coronavirus affecting tourism in Japan? On Thursday the 18th, a modest flow of foreigner visitors entered Japan as a result of the country's relaxed border controls. This is good news since the tourism sector has been through a rough patch. Japan's remaining entrance requirements regarding PCR tests and chaperone travel packages discourage visitors. Recall that Japan only permits visitors to enter the country as a part of supervised tour groups, not slow tourists. According to the Japanese Association of Travel Agents, Japan is one of the seven countries that still demands visitors to produce a negative result of a COVID 19 PCR test when traveling. On that note about traveling, one of the recent travel trends in the country is called random travel. This is a new method for your next travel destination is determined by a lottery. You buy a ticket, and if you win, you get a trip, but you don't know where. Since it's a random trip that you get by chance, Costs are lower and you get better deals. More news on travel only location. On Tuesday, the 23rd, 98 people who had fled Afghanistan since the Taliban returned to power last August have been granted refugee status in Japan. This doesn't happen every day since Japan doesn't usually give asylum. In related foreign news, Japan will maintain sanctions on Russia as the war in Ukraine continues. On Tuesday, the 23rd, Prime Minister Kashida, who attended a meeting with ministers and senior ministry officials virtually, instructed them to craft measures to address rising energy prices prompted by the ongoing war. In other news, on Friday the 18th, the National Tax Agency's competition, Sake Viva, took place. The idea of the competition was to encourage young adults to drink more alcohol. The agency wants young people to, quote, revitalize the country's liquor industry and raise tax revenue. The competition trended massively on Twitter. Even though many liked the idea, some people were very much against it since they thought pushing people to drink more just for marketing and sales plans was entirely unhealthy. In entertainment news, on Monday the 22nd, the country put up the 10th One Piece statue in the city of Kumamoto. The hometown of the manga's offer. Back in 2016, a massive earthquake hit the city. In order to show resilience and give citizens hope about the future, the city has been putting up statues of anime characters in hard hit areas of Kumato. On Monday, the statue of the One Piece character Jinbei was unveiled. It was installed in Sumiyoshi Kaijin Koen Sea Park in Oto. In Roida News, on Saturday the 20th, 12,000 fireworks lit up night sky over Tokyo for the first time in three years. The annual Jingu Gainen Fireworks Festival was postponed for two summers due to the coronavirus pandemic. Pre COVID 19, the fireworks event was free of charge, but this year, only ticket holders were able to attend. In movie news, there will be a film adaptation of the 2020 blockbuster video game. 
Ghost of Tsushima. The director of the movie of John Wick will be in charge of the adaptation and said that he aims to use entirely Japanese cast who speak Japanese. Speaking of casting, a movie called Sabakon premiered on Thursday the 18th. The director, Tomoki Kaozawa, casts an affectionate eye back on his own childhood growing up in a rural Nagasaki prefecture in the 1980s. It's a scrappy but immensely likable film. So head out to the movies, grab some popcorn, and enjoy. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Since inflation is soaring almost everywhere, what is something you had to stop buying because it got too expensive? Tell us at podcast at warshock.com. Matane!